Hey there, welcome to the Her Freedom Podcast with Natasha Ann Miller, where we shamelessly pursue truth and her. I'm your host, Natasha Ann Miller. I am a wife, mother, mentor, and freedom advocate. Although I wear many hats, I will be the first to say that I am an imperfect woman that is still in process. Yet, I refuse to remain stagnant or fearful when it comes to becoming the best version of myself. Girl, you were created to live in divine freedom, not just seasonally, but every day. Let's discover together what freedom song the Lord is writing over our lives because her freedom is your freedom. Hello, ladies. Welcome to another episode of the Her Freedom Podcast, a podcast where we shamelessly pursue truth and her. You guys, season one has been remarkable. I told you guys that I was going to bring on some amazing, incredible, authentic, and real women to come on and share with us practical ways to dive into the word of God. And I am especially excited for my guests right now. Okay. You guys, you may have heard of her or maybe not, but I'm sure after this interview, you're going to fall in love with her and you're going to want to learn from her. She just has such a great spirit on her and she just has that realness, you know, that authenticity, like come and have a seat at the table. And I definitely believe that we need more women like that. So I would like you all to help me welcome Miss Jennifer Lucy Tyler. She is a Bible teacher, a storyteller, an entrepreneur, and a growth coach. In 2016, she received a coaching certification through Life Forming Leadership Institute and focuses on helping women grow spiritually through online courses and studies. In 2018, Jennifer founded Soul Circles. I love that name. It's an alternative ladies night out and virtual community centered around studying the Bible inductively. I want us to get into that word, okay? She's also a women's ministry leader at her local church and Jennifer resides in Maryland and is happily married to her amazing husband, Jeffrey. So let's give her just a virtual hand clap. If you are in the car, say, hey, girl, hey, whatever it is, let's welcome Miss Jennifer Lucy Tyler. How are you? I am great. Look, I love that. Hey, girl, hey. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I talk to my girlfriend. So (laughs) yes, yes. All right. Okay. So I already did kind of the whole like official bio. I'd love for you to just share with us like in a nutshell, who is Jennifer? Uh, you know, it, it's so interesting when people ask me, I always answer this question a little differently depending on the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that stays the same is that I'm a woman after God's own heart. I am a wife. I am a friend. Uh, I am a spiritual mom to a, a, a lot of people that I've been able to just encounter through uh, discipleship, which is a passion of mine. And uh, the other things, uh, you know, I, I, I will be considered an entrepreneur, speaker, author, all those things. But I am what I said first. I'm those things first. Yeah. I just, yeah. And you know what, Jennifer, I love that. 
because it's so easy to go and say what we've accomplished outwardly, right? Through our career and all of those things are still amazing. But what I love about you is that you take pride and you're honored to hold the title of being a wife, being yes. a spiritual mother, being a woman who has made the decision to even give her life to helping other women, you know, understand the word more and walk confidently in who God's called them to be. And that's just one of, you know, the many reasons why I've been drawn to you because you can see that in everything that you create, it's coming from this place of come and sit at my table. I tell people, even when I am old and gray, right, I still want to be jazzy and I want to be called Mama Natasha. Like I want generations to come and to be like, man, I'm gonna go to her house because she's gonna have some food, some coffee, some tea, and we're gonna talk. So I totally feel you there with just um, spiritually parenting and really just feeling called to this generation of women. Because um, I feel like there is an epidemic with fatherlessness in the community, you know, just in our world. But I've seen just in the last like decade that even just mother wounds where women have not had mothers to really come and nurture them. So it's really cool to see that you have taken that role as well. I take it very seriously because that is how I grew. Mm. And my desire of studying in the scriptures. It, wasn't necessarily from, of, of course, I appreciate the various authors who God has used to create all this great content, but I grew because of that one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. discipleship type environment, just from being in the presence of other Titus II women yeah. who were pouring, with, pouring into me without me even even realizing that they were pouring into me just from me being able to have a seat at their table mm -hmm. and to know that even though I was not where I wanted to be spiritually at the time, they invited me in and I began to do life with them. And then as I did life with these various women, I started seeing how they would uh, study the scriptures and I would be able to ask questions and I would be able to sit at their tables while they're cooking and we just have girl talk. And so I hope that my social media at least mm -hmm. could at least kind of translate in that way. Like I'm inviting you in, have a seat in my world, have a seat at my table. And so, yeah. I love it. Okay. We can go down a whole path with that. That's for another, another season. Right. But that is just good. You guys, this is so good. Um, all right. So, if you could even share, you know, with our audience what you do. So I went through, you know, an author, a creator, all those different things. But what is like that main, uh, you know, vision and purpose that God has called you to create and walk in? So the main vision and purpose is that I am a teacher. I'm called to teach the scriptures. I'm called to teach the Bible and a way that is relevant and in a way that uh, is simplistic and in a way that draws women and empowers women to know that they too can study the scriptures, not for information, mere information, but for transformation. And mm -hmm. so my ultimate calling is to just 
gather women together and teach them how to dive into the scriptures and also to teach the Bible in a way that they could immediately begin to apply it to their lives, but also desire to study even more and um, unpack uh, what the what the scriptures are saying. And outside of that, I also own a consulting firm called Mission Hub Consulting. And uh, that was birthed out of my passion for serving servant leaders. And so uh, we serve them uh, through virtual assistance, through social media management, through web design, and mm-hmm. we have a niche, a niche of niche, niche, I don't know if I'm saying yeah. <laughs> We focus on uh, when even starting that is was started with the picture of Aaron and Moses mm-hmm. and how Aaron lifted up Moses' hands, you know, and so mm-hmm. um, serving another servant leader and helping them to accomplish their God-ordained mm-hmm. purpose. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that is beautiful. Like, even as you were sharing, just even about helping women understand the word of God, right? And, you know, not just for head knowledge, but for transformation inwardly, which is going to happen even, you know, outwardly. And what I've even loved about your mission and just from checking out soul circles and like going on there and seeing the different types of women that are a part of these groups And what's even cool is that just even in our community as Black women, I've seen just how they have gravitated toward you and understanding the Word of God. And I feel like for a lot of us, you know, I grew up Christian, you know, I was in the charismatic movement and well, not charismatic movement. I grew up charismatic like Jesus. I was in California by the beach. Yes. Guitar, right? Um, And then when I got married, I moved moved to Chicago and I moved, it was still charismatic, but then it was like deliverance heavy and signs, miracles, and all that kind of stuff. So even just for me in the last two years, um, I've had to be honest with where I'm at in my Bible literacy, right? And knowing that a lot of my journey with God was based on experiences are feeling him and you know once I got married I was like oh my gosh first off it's a whole mirror right you're just seeing yourself in there and you're realizing that hey I'm not perfect I am an I'm an imperfect mess and I have to do life with this person and work that all those different things and I realized that wow okay I need to have a greater anchor in regards to understanding who God is and who I am So that I can weather through these different seasons, not just hungering after a feeling, but being able to know, okay, no, the Bible, it doesn't, it's not limited to feelings, right? It's facts. It's truth. Um, So I think just even in our black community too, a lot of us have, have been raised in that type of culture to where it's like, you know, Holy Spirit fast you know, um, you go and get a message, cool, but there's not really like personal study time and understanding how does this work? And I'm not, and Jennifer, like there is a level of shame that comes with that to where you're like, oh my gosh, like, where do I start? I know they say, read a Psalm a day or read a proverb a day. Um, And I think that there are people who are, who, who love devotions and those quick stuff, but their soul is aching for a deeper connection, because that can only go so far. Yeah. So 
even with that, what inspired you to create Soul Circles and become a Bible teacher and growth coach? So I'll, I'll start with what inspired me to do Soul Circles. Um, when I was taught how to study the Bible inductively, it was like a whole new world opened up to me. So for those who don't know, studying the Bible inductively is simply an investigative approach to studying scripture. Mm. So it means uh, it's broken down into these three things, observation, interpretation, and application. And within observation, interpretation, and application, there are certain questions that you ask of the text that will cause you to dive deeper. And it will cause you to have to take your time, right? Because I always say studying the Bible, it's not a sprint. And it's not even a marathon. This is a lifelong journey. And so uh, once I learned the principles of inductive Bible study, I said, man, this is changing my life. I just want to gather some girls together and like have a nice girls night out, but then have someone come and teach us through a passage inductively and teach us the principles. And so that's how it started. I remember renting a room um, at a restaurant called Carmine's in downtown DC. I put it out there. I uh, reached out to a friend of mine who I trusted that could teach us and walk through this method. And I wanted to make it like just something fun, you know, because we as Christian women, we still like to go out, dress nice, have a good time. But I was like, I don't want it to just be that like I wanted to have some substance and so I just remember taking my own money at that time and uh investing in this and I did not think that it was going to become what it is today a ministry and I just started with that one time and afterwards my friends started reaching out to me in other states asking me um, to bring it to them and saying that they would help me. Um, our mutual friend Ashley was one said, hey, you need to bring this to Birmingham. Like I'll help you host it. And so I, God used other people to just pour into this uh, idea and say, hey, you know, this is something that we also need. And so then I realized Soul Circles is fulfilling a need. Women wanted to learn how to dive deeper into the scriptures for themselves. And I believe inductive Bible study is just one of the methods to yeah, do that. I love that. And I love how it just organically happened. You said yes. And you, you know, took that leap of faith, just knowing, okay, God, this is a need that I see, you know, come in and, and meet the needs of these people. And then to see it just explode in the way that it is. And I just love that women supporting women and knowing like, hey, how can we get this out here? Right? Because even now I'm thinking, you know, it's so easy to feel like, okay, I can figure this out by myself. <clears throat> Or I can watch a video online, but there's nothing like having real people in real time to be able to discuss important topics and not just, you know, talk about the word, but also connect as, you know, sisters in Christ. So why do you feel that Bible literacy is so important for women to uh, walk in? Well, I think it's important because number one, it helps us to know God. 
So the Bible is God's 66 books to us. It is his story. Uh, I, I love to refer to it as, as his story where we learn about him and through learning about him, we learn about us as well. Mm-hmm. And so why, why shouldn't we know that and, and know and be educated on what the creator, our creator, inspired other people to be able to um, pour into us mm-hmm. as, as human beings. And so it's also important because there's a lot of false stuff that is being taught out here. And when a woman is biblically literate, um, you partner that with the Holy Spirit, then they will be able to discern truth. And so there's a lot of twisted truth that is being taught and a lot of cults that are coming up, a lot of different things that are really, really scary that are coming out. And a lot of women, especially because so many of us, uh, you know, if we're not biblically literate and we're just going with emotions, um, you can easily be deceived. Yeah. And so when you are reading your Bible consistently and studying your Bible, it's helping you to know God, but then also coupled with the Holy Spirit, when someone is coming to you or you're hearing a message that is completely uh, contrary to the scriptures, your antennas will go up. Mm. And we'll be able to say, well, wait a minute. (laughs) That's not what it says. Or let me look at this in context because Mm -hmm. it may sound good, but let me take this and actually go study it out Mm. for myself to see if this is actually uh, true. And I would think too, just for like our audience, if they're looking for sound theology or sound teachings because like you said there's so many different types of movements and there's different type of like bible teachers and I feel like it has become a bit convoluted right especially with just the climate in our country right now and a lot of people bringing in their political views and their emotionalism into their teachings and that's where I found is like just even with 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 Uh, COVID happening. And now it's like, okay, you do have your church that you attend online and so forth. But during the week, it's like, maybe you're looking for like a deeper study or or other Bible teachers. So, um, and this may be going a little bit too deep, but I mean, you know, my husband, he went to Bible college and I remember um, him breaking down to me the difference between like Calvinism and I think it's Armenianism or something Arminianism, like that. Yeah. And then like all these different, you know, progressive and all that. And girl, I was just like, okay, I just love Jesus. And I just want the word of God. Right. Right. <laughs> the word of God. So, I mean, for listeners who are like me, who were just like, okay, I want sound theology, but I, I'm hearing all these different voices. Like, where do I start? You know, is there a resource that you can share with us? Is there like a book in the Bible that you would want us to start on? Or what I always you- start with the Bible. The um, Bible, okay. Because there are, I, I always start there and because there's so many different resources. And of course I have my faith, my right. faith 
So, but I'm going to say I start with, if, if you start with just regularly reading through the Bible, I've realized that most people have not just read every book in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so one of the, one of my practices is reading the Bible chronologically. Okay. Um, there's chronological reading plans that you can look up. So what this does, it starts uh, when you read the Bible chronologically, you begin to understand the overall story of scripture mm-hmm. and the timing and the way that things happen. Mm-hmm. So I would say start there. And then a, a good basic book that I love that women could use to help them to start understanding how to study the Bible is uh, my favorite is Women of the Word uh, yes. by Jen Wilkin, How to Study the Bible with Our Hearts and Our Minds, because mm-hmm. it really challenges you to think. And uh, she really breaks down the principles of really inductive Bible study, but it, she just calls it different. <laughs> it calls mm-hmm. it by different names. And so it, it's really, really helpful. Um, and I always start with that book. So I think that's yeah. a foundational book that women could start with. That right there, you guys, those are some awesome tips and recommendations. The book, Women in the Word, in the Word by author Jen Wilkin. Um, also studying, she got it right there. Yes. And the light is shining on it. It's the glory. That, that's the book you need to get. <laughs> um, and then also with studying the Bible, that word again? Reading it chronologically. Yeah, reading through it chronologically so that you start to understand the sequence of events and the way that things happen. Yes. So that right there is a wonderful way. And then also just reading the Bible and being consistent in that and being open to that. Um, Okay, so why with even... Because I went on to the soul circles and everything, and I actually signed up for it this morning because <laughs> oh, I was like, huh? I can't wait to have you study with us. That's oh, yeah. Really cool. And it's a really, really cool platform. Um, it really feels like you're kind of on Facebook, but it is just it's positive information that's flowing through there. Um, so even with that, like what really even drew me is that even just with myself, you did share just even in the community guidelines and rules that like, Hey, we want this to be a shame free zone, right. To where it's like, Hey, let's come on here and encourage our sisters. Because I think even for me personally, sometimes with, with, with joining like certain communities, you don't know, okay. Who's here for what reason? Who's here for that reason? And I love how it's very, very clear, right? That we're studying the word and we're helping our sister study the word and us understand it together. No question is stupid. Let's go in and, you know, really dive into this. So why do you believe that when it does come to um, studying the word of God, that you don't, that you don't do it alone, that it's better in community? Like what happens to a woman where she feels safe? to come and ask these questions, whether she's a baby Christian or she's, you know, a whole mama Christian, you know what I'm saying? Cause I think even, cause I was like, even for me, I'm like, Lord, I was embarrassed. Like, oh my gosh, like, 
I need to know all these different things. But it's like, I think when I came, when I, you know, followed you and then just even just in my own journey of letting go of that, I think it is important for women to have options and to have a community like soul circle to where it's like it doesn't matter how old you are it doesn't matter how much influence you have at the end of the day we all got to be honest with where we're at right and we all have to start somewhere so why do you think community is so pivotal when you are you know beginning that journey of truly understanding the word of god because when studying on an island um and i think let, let me just uh, say this, it is important to have your one-on-one study time. Mm-hmm. I think that that is important, but what community offers is it offers an opportunity for you to encourage one another in the faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also offers an opportunity to say, Hey, you know, I'm reading Lamentations chapter two right now, and I'm stuck here. I really don't know what it means. Yeah. What, what do you think, you know, or I have, I got this, what do you ladies think Mm -hmm. from this? Um, and, and it gives you that opportunity to just feed off of one another and learn from one another Mm -hmm. in our soul circle, small groups in our community right now, we're studying through the book of Lamentations and there are, I mean, in those times where we gather, there are moments where I may get stuck and they may get stuck and and we work through things together and we pray through it and we research together. Mm -hmm. And so even in that community, the the way that I run soul circles is not like I'm the leader. It's like we are in this together as a community of sisters studying through the scriptures together. All I do is simply introduce them to inductive Bible study and we apply Mm -hmm. it together. And another reason why community is good, um, because you may be completely off in what you're seeing and it's okay. I think it's healthy when you can have other sisters to say, to just challenge you and just to say, Hey, you know, well, I'm not seeing that, Mm. uh, I'm seeing this, but let's work through that. Let's talk through that. Mm -hmm. And, and, and it helps you to grow. Yeah. I love that. I love that. You guys, isn't that exciting? Huh? Iron sharpens iron. It does. No, it does. It does because like you said, it's it's very important to make sure that you have that one-on-one time with God. But I think when you get all this head knowledge and you're not like practicing it or beginning to even just kind of ask questions because it's easy for us to take the information without the help of the Holy Spirit. You know what I mean? To just create our own truth. You know what I'm saying? So I think like community is taking it that step further of saying, okay, I'm open to hearing what my sisters have to say, you know, because depending on our experiences, we could filter the word of God through that, right? Of just like, yeah, if you've been exposed to Christianity and it was very legalistic or very religious, it's just like, okay, love me, huh? And that's your filter. Yeah. Yeah. So it's important to have that there. So as we get ready to end this interview, which I don't want to end, but (laughs) what is with just um, with you hosting these events and gathering women, even through the Soul Circle membership site and community um, and then physical events, um, 
Are you able to share with us like a testimony of a woman who, you know, encountered your ministry and, and, and with that, how were they impacted? I have a few testimonies, um, but, and, and that's all glory to God. Yeah. Um, one of the tests, I mean, the main testimonies that I get that I really, really appreciate uh, is when a woman comes to me and says, I was not confident in studying scriptures and now I'm confident in doing that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I can study a entire book of the Bible on my own. And mm -hmm for them to have that hunger and that desire. That is the main testimony that I get where women are like, I never, I never would have studied a book like Lamentations, yeah. right? A book like Jeremiah or a book like uh, Leviticus. I would have never touched that, right? But now, like after attending Soul Circles, I feel like I could go and study the Bible, the entire Bible, and I feel confident and comfortable in doing that. And that, those are the best testimonials that I get. And I've also gotten testimonials where women have said, you know, learning how to study the scriptures in this way actually has me questioning whether or not I am in the right church or in the right place. And that may be a hard testimony, but it's like, if they're under teaching that is false and through them studying the scriptures, they're getting empowered to say, hey, I may need to take a look at this a little deeper, then that is encouraging to hear. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's so wonderful. Like just what the word of God can do in your life when you are applying it and you're allowing it to shift you from the inside out to where you're able to discern and you're able to um, even defend your yes. belief, right? Like if atheists came and talked to you, like instead of being all emotional, you'll be able to go back to scripture and say, hey, this is why I believe what I believe and so forth. So there's just a greater level of confidence that we as women have access to when we really begin to uh, dive into understanding who God is through his word. So I just have a curious question for you really quick. Who is like your favorite, like your favorite person in the Bible? Um, is there like, I don't want to say character because they're, they're people. Yeah. <laughs> Is there, is there someone in the Bible that you just like love their story? Whenever you read it, it reminds you of yourself or anything like that. Paul. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All the way. And the reason why is because Paul lived a life that was so contrary and so anti-Christian and God radically saved him. And he became so on fire, like he was the first missionary. Yeah. Um, and so if, if one thing about me, I'm also passionate about missions. I've been passionate about evangelism and just sharing the gospel. And God radically transformed my life when I got saved from being promiscuous, from being out in the streets, from selling drugs, like just a crazy lifestyle that I lived apart from him drawing people away from God. And when he radically 
mm. saved me, I became my own, like, like a Paul in a sense yes. where I would just, you know, I, I share the gospel yeah. to whoever would, would listen if I'm, if as the Lord leads me and mm. I'm passionate about people knowing him. And so I relate so much to Paul. Yeah. And there's such like a grace on your life and your husband's life to go into these different mountains of influence, like to, you know, even when it comes to like Hollywood and like just other areas to where, you know, some Christians may be intimidated by or may not know how to like navigate through. I just, I really feel like God, like not everybody can go in and infiltrate Hollywood, even though, yes, we're called to, you know, share the gospel. But I believe that there takes a certain anointing to be able to go into these different spaces of influence. And I've seen you just from social media and the women that you're connected to and how you've been able to um, build friendships, yet still remain true to your beliefs and who you are. And it's just, and not everybody can do that, right? I, I mean, me yeah. personally, I've, I've seen that um, to where God's really giving you that grace. So I can definitely see why Paul would be your guy because, and I think even just with our generation now, like we, like there are a lot of Pauls that are coming out to where we're like, yo, death to religion you know what i mean like it's time for us to walk in a greater level of freedom and and that's what even just with this podcast is like i want women to come on and for them to see themselves through the different stories of knowing like hey no matter what season of life i'm in like there's still something that god has for me or that there's a lesson that needs to be learned and that my difference is beautiful you know what i mean like my, my difference, my story, like it is going to be used for the glory of God. It doesn't matter how old you are when you discover that. Like for me, I feel like I'm in a whole new identity place just with, yeah, like being a woman, being a mom, being a leader and now beginning to think, okay, God, um, what is it that you want me to do now? And you know, in the years, you know, before this, I was in the place of like, I got to have it right now. I got to, I got to look like I got everything together right now. I got to make sure I'm bossing up right now. And it's just like, no, God has a plan for all of us. And if we can just stay in that place of contentment and peace, as well as continuing to carry that level of hope of an expectation, you'll get to where you need to be in his timing. So, um, Jennifer, I just want to thank you for coming on here and sharing with us this just amazing truth and just your journey and story. And I don't want us to get off this interview without you giving my audience the opportunity to connect with you. Um, also, ladies, everything that she's saying, her information website, how to connect with her will be in the show notes. And I want you guys to just flood her Instagram flood her website and support her and what she's doing um, and all that good stuff. So Jennifer, how can they stay connected with you? Well, first, I just want to thank you for having me um, on this podcast. And I just pray that it'll impact others and all to the glory of God. Uh, to remain connected to me, 
I am Jennifer Lucy Tyler everywhere on uh, Instagram, on Facebook, LinkedIn. You can just type in Jennifer Lucy Tyler. My website is jenniferlucytyler.com. Um, if you are interested in joining a community of women that are just down to earth, a place where you could study with other believers and learn the inductive study method, uh, you could go to at Soul Circles Events on Instagram, and we have a Mighty Networks uh, community um, that you could become a part of. And I would love to study with you. Yes. Okay, you guys, make sure to write that information down and check the show notes so that you can stay connected with her. Again, Jennifer, thank you so much for being a part of the Her Freedom Podcast and sharing your uh, freedom song with us in this episode. Okay, ladies, I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Her Freedom Podcast today. I don't take it lightly that you took the time to listen in. I pray that you were encouraged and reminded that you are not alone. Please don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends, family, or anyone who you feel would be blessed by this episode. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at Natasha Ann Miller, or you can go to my website, natashaannmiller.com to stay connected. I look forward to hanging out with you in the next episode. And remember that her freedom is your freedom.